welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to show your friends to get your gaming goodness each and every Monday. Welcome to the last uh, normal episode of 2021. I hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about the Game Awards. We're recording this before it, I'm not even going to lie about it, so hopefully it was good. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> next week, just housekeeping real quick, just to clarify again, next week's episode will be our extended director's cut version of our audio technica collaboration packs online 2021 podcast but otherwise this is your final arcade couch for the year listen i hope that's the title of the episode an entire thing you said. i have no idea what i'm calling it i have no idea what i'm calling this i have no idea what i'm calling anything until i'm literally in there <laughs> you open up squarespace yeah yeah <laughs> upload the episode yeah, put a title in yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh that's the voice of ashley hobley Hey, Dylan, excited to be here to talk about games for next year. Yes. Spoilers. Well, I guess you probably put that in the title of this episode, so it maybe won't be too much of a surprise. But No, I believe that will be in some form part of the title. Also, here, Cameron. You know what's going to be hilarious, right? When we start talking about games for next year, and in our list, there'll be something that gets like talked about at the Game Awards, and it'll get like at the Game Awards, it'll get moved get, like, to 2023. No. We'll yeah, get like a massive trailer TV. and be like, hey, you remember this small game that, you know, it's like nobody's really remembers, but I'm excited about it and want to bring it up and like highlight it like, in this thing. And then it's going to get a massive trailer in the game. So, like there's, there's one or two games I know in my anticipated list that I'm like, I know there's going to be a trailer. Like, I just, I wish, I hope I don't sound like an idiot when I talk about Magic Legends this week. Um, because I really think that it's going to have a great showing at the Video Game Awards. I think and I think if you go watch the that video back from the thing, I wasn't 100% sure, but I reckon if you watch, because in my brain I'm like, I thought that was better. I was like, I'll just go with it. Maybe he's right. I know what I'm talking about. But I reckon you'd be able to see my face give like one of those like, but whatever. <laughs> like- <laughs> no, no. As I was pointed out on my Twitter, um, that games were cancelled. So, you know, as my Twitter bio banner says, resident prediction loser. Continues to be a... Living up to my name already. As long as you continue to lose, you'll never have to change your bio. At least there's less work exactly. for you. Exactly. So, yeah. Easy as shit. So easy. Um... Yeah, so I nearly was going to be... So I did think about this at some stage last week. I was like, oh, actually, maybe it would be better to wait till the Game Awards. But then I'm like, if we do the Game Awards, then are we just going to make a list full of, like, recency biopsy stuff? Yeah. yeah. So doing it prior at least has a thing of, all right, here's the stuff that you're actually excited about without having had a big trailer event recently. So you actually had to, you know, think about it. Um I don't, how have you done yours? I, being me, have actually done a list that's ordered, because that's how I like to do my things, <laughs> of course. Um, I assume you two have just got a list, like, just in any order. Listen, I all just, I did is I went through Wikipedia, checked all the games for next year, picked and pulled, and then doubled back and went through my uh, Steam wish list in case there's any, like, indie games that, you know, Put on there. See this this man. This man's uh, he's a thinker, you know. For so once, it's just arcade. been in whatever order <laughs> I happen to come across. <laughs> so I've got Look, a top. There's only there's only the only importance about my list is the first one. Everything else is up for uh, up for you picking. Cannot say Final Fantasy ten times. Fuck yes. So I, I have a top ten ordered from ten to one, and then I've got some honorable mentions. 
of which there's what yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, like nine or ten of those as well. So, um, let's start with you, Kieran. Pull out what you what is the game you're excited to play in 2022? Um, Tiny Tina Wonderlands. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Tiny Tina Wonderlands is from the Borderlands universe. Um, and it features Tiny Tina, one of the, my favorite characters from Borderlands, as well as, um, the Tiny Tina had a DLC back on Borderlands 2 that was like a D&D game, and it was pretty hilarious, to be perfectly honest, and her sense of humor really carried and, and had effect in the Borderlands kind of, um, world where it was a little bit more free-moving, um, not as much. I'm really hoping this game can be great without a lot of the stuff that, happened in Borderlands 3 that turned me off of that game. I think Borderlands 3 kind of had the Rick and Morty effect where it got a little bit too self-aware and it started kind of putting two self-aware plot lines and the whole, you know, commentary on streamers and people watching streamers and everything that was happening in Borderlands. I was not a big fan of it. I think it was overdone. So I'm really hoping this is a foray back into the fantastic writing skills of the guys at 2K. Um and like the just a great Borderlands experience featuring some of the funniest, if not the funniest, characters in Borderlands. Um, anyone else came for this? Yeah, Ash? Uh, it was on my list as well. So yeah, I'm very keen. Even though I'm massive, not a big Borderlands fan, this looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Like mashing Borderlands with like a fantasy aesthetic, uh, and then a bunch of like reasonably big name actors attached as well uh you know lending their voices to whatever craziness tiny chin is yeah. gonna put these people through i mean yeah i How can't wait till kevin hart till kevin hart appears as roland that's gonna be great. i mean it's gonna be crazy <laughs> but I, I know it was announced at the game awards but chris pratt being the villain of the game it's like pretty big deal <laughs> chris pratt is the perfect handsome jack mm. it's gonna be excellent what is your first pick, Ash? Uh, I'm going to go with, for the first pick, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, obviously, the bit next, uh, the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, it's been, it'll be like almost five years since we got to play that original game when it comes out. So uh, it'd be cool to like jump back in and like play as Aloy, uh, tame monster robot creatures fight robot creatures. Uh, it be interesting to see how they tackled the story where, you know, the previous entry was, like, very heavily focused on the old world and uh, what the mystery of what happened to the old world and how um, the world came to be run by all these uh, crazy robot animals and that kind of stuff. So uh, what kind of story they're going to tackle with this and, like, how much... Char- what characters come back and, like, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm really keen. And it looks like everything's kind of been improved from that first game. So, Karen, excited for Horizon? Or? Uh, I am. I've actually still not finished the original <laughs> game. My original, the last Shocker. time I left Horizon was literally at the cut- cutoff point of the game where it's like, stop, before you continue on to this point of the game, finish off any other side stuff you've got because you're going into the oh, end yeah. of the game. That, yeah. And uh, I haven't been back to it. 
because some reason I tricked myself into being like, yeah, I'm going to do the side stuff. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I am excited for it. I still think it looks really good. I really do like the um, Horizon world and its setup, so I'm excited to see how it kind of keeps moving forward within um, this kind of new foray into another section of the mm. world. Yeah, this is uh, on my list. I... I well, it's weird to say because, like, I mean that. <laughs> is it a number? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'll just review. I'll just go so I don't lose my place. I'll just say when I get to it, and I'll skip it. But I'm I am excited for this. It's probably the like I'm more excited for this than God of War. If I had to pick my sort of like between the two PlayStation exclusives, um, I like Aloy is a lot more just interesting character, and I I'm hoping because like I wasn't like Horizon. Forbidden Door and 10 out of 10, I was more around like that, probably 885 or, you know, like whatever, because I just felt like the there were some issues with the exploration and some of that sort of stuff and like some technical things that like I presume are just going to be fixed. Like this is going to run at 60, presumably, or at least have an option for 60 and that'll help a lot with some of that sort of stuff. But um, very beautiful world. The lore is interesting and I'm hoping they can like a lot. When it comes to this game, I feel like a lot lies on it to have the lore actually sort of come together because by the time you reach the end of the first game, you're like, yep, yep, yep. I don't understand what the fuck is happening anymore. You know, like you, you, you reach a de- <laughs> degree where it's just like, <laughs> cool, yeah, that's like totally, yep, clone something. Like I would struggle to, I'm just like full, I'll have to do some sort of recap. And, you know, like the game's old, so it's like, I don't feel like I have to dodge spoilers at this stage, but. You know, you go when you're discovering that Aloy is like a clone of like this human thing or whatever. Dylan, Kieran hasn't finished the game. He ain't finishing that fucking game. When you, you I'm learn, not listening right now. <laughs> you guys are anything I'm listening. You learn all this sort of shit, and then the other bad guy, whatever his name is, who's played by that actor from Lance the thing, Reddick. Yeah. yeah, Lance Reddick, then takes off, and he's like, you know, there was a lot. So it definitely, I feel like I I remember stuff from that story, but I'm I'm really relying on this game to sort of be like, all right, we're. We're here's gonna, a recap here's like a recap or like here we're gonna make some of that wild shit from the last like hour of the game actually sort of make a bit more sense but obviously the thing i'm looking most forward to is just the stuff that was most exciting about the game in the first place which was the world the design of the dino creature things and that combat which you know you always had to be changing out the bow types and the enemy weaknesses and all that sort of stuff and this game has water it looks beautiful so definitely excited to play horizon for bin west um, it is not 10, though, in my list. So, number 10 in my list is actually Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. So, this is, like, one of my most, I guess, trepidatious things I'm keen for next year, because I love all of Rocksteady's Batman games. Mm-hmm. However, this game, without, we still haven't seen actual gameplay, um... Still don't fully understand what you'll be doing moment to moment. Um, yep. How you'll actually be playing it when you have a controller in your hand. Um, I like all the characters. I like Suicide Squad. I like the general story that's been set up here with Brainiac basically controlling everyone. And that's why you've got to take out Suicide Squad because, you know, Superman. Take out the Justice League. Take it, sorry, take out the Justice League. Um, I like all of that. I'm, however, everything I've seen so far, I've just, I'm still left confused. Well, there's been two trailers. Yeah, out of the two trailers, I'm just still left confused. So my hype for it is mostly 
riding two on- Two trailers at time of recording. Yeah, that's true. Game Watch, yeah. Um, so my, my interest in it is a lot, and my, my putting it on this list is mostly to do with the fact that I have a lot of faith in the developer, I guess, and which is fair. I don't think Rocksteady's like done anything not to, you know, like I liked Arkham, uh, Arkham Knight right. as well as, and I didn't hate the driving stuff as much as other people. So I, even I'm like a lot higher on that developer than maybe some other people, but um, yeah, I'm keen. Who are uh, Shim Asher excited for this? Yeah, it's on my list. Uh, definitely keen. Uh, super excited. Great voice. Like it looks like a really interesting story at the very least. Uh, but yeah, like, we don't know how you're going to play the game. Uh, of course, we believe it's going to be four-player co-op, potentially, uh, potentially if you want it to be. Uh, but then how are each of the Suicide Squad members going to handle and that kind of stuff? It's like a lot of questions and not many answers so far. Like, like I said, we've only seen two trailers of the game. As no of gameplay recording. Yet. <laughs> as of recording. No gameplay as of recording. Uh, so, yeah. I'm, but I'm definitely keen, obviously. Yeah. Rocksteady had great pedigree so far, so. Karen, are you excited for killing the Justice um, League? I'm a bit more trepidatious on Justice League, just for the fact of... Suicide uh, Squad. I still... I'm, Suicide Squad, even, you know, it's just it's all over the place. Um, Just for the case of wanting to work out and understand a little bit more about what exactly is going on, um, working a bit more on the, the gameplay and, and seeing just where that is going because I think it's an interesting setup. I just need to see the gameplay behind it. I think to see how these characters are going to um, fight the Justice League where the Justice League is a much kind of much more like either well-powered or superiorly powered um, group of people compared to the characters that we've seen so far. So I'm interested to see how that comes around. I'm trepidatious. I'm hoping at the game once we see a gameplay trailer. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's on the fence with it a little bit more than I guess you two are. Mm. Uh, what is your next pick? My next pick, I think sticking with this um, and where we were um, with Suicide Squad, I'm going to go to uh, Gotham Knights. I think this is the the game I am more excited for just because of my own personal love of the Court of Owls storyline from Batman. Um, I think the trailers that we have seen, despite, you know, how much their social media strategy angered me a couple years ago now. Um, but <laughs> I, I think it's in a good place. I'm excited for the characters they're bringing, the story they're going to tell. And I thought I liked the gameplay that was seen of it. Um, I'm excited to see more of it. I'm excited to get into that story, see a modern day take on Court of Hours in a video game universe. Um, you know, it's been a while since I've played like a since Arkham Knight now, and I wasn't the biggest fan of the driving in Arkham Knight, but I am excited to go back to a similar style story and writing for that universe. Um, so yeah, Gotham Knights. Ash, I presume this is on your list too. Yeah, it's on my list. Uh, very keen. You know, love the Court of Owls and like I've, I, the whole Bat family, I think, is really enjoyable and all the different characters and like quirks between them all but uh yeah obviously we haven't seen much gameplay again it's kind of like justice league uh suicide squad uh even you don't know how the moment (laughs) yeah even i did it uh yeah we don't know what the moment to moment gameplay is going to look like or how yet or what (laughs) uh what exactly you're going to be doing uh other than you know obviously the creepy vibe and the talons and the 
Court of Owls and everything. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely very keen. You know, any Batman game is going to get me excited. Isn't so. it wild you could have two DC Batman related sort of, or DC games and then a Batman movie next year? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking insanity. Everything's um, coming up, Batman. Yeah, I know. Uh, what's your next pick, Ash? Uh, I'm going to finish out the, the superhero train. Oh and I'm going to go with <laughs> Marvel's Midnight Suns. Uh, so obviously this is the Mar- the uh, Fire Axis uh, tactical role-playing game uh, that got delayed to Q3, I think, uh, next year. But uh, yeah, this looks really cool. Obviously Fire Axis, the team behind XCOM, uh, seems very different to every other Marvel game that they've put out so far. Uh Lots of interesting, quirky characters uh, from the the Marvel pantheon that probably we a lot of people wouldn't have seen, including a, your own. You get to build your own superhero. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm very interested in seeing what they can do with this in this format and that kind of stuff, and like how well the storytelling is going to go uh, with these. You know, obviously you have all these missions in between, and how close to XCOM kind of it is, obviously. It's going to be fairly different, but yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, pretty keen for this one. Um, yeah, I'd say this is the, it's, this isn't anywhere in my top 10, but it's the, definitely the Marvel game I'm most excited for because it's using a bunch of the characters that don't have a lot of use in MCU or spinoff shows or whatever. Like they're just not like, whereas a lot of the other ga- games we've got so far, like between Avengers and Spider-Man and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, they're all, like, very popular, whereas this seems to include a lot more B-team characters, which is a little bit more interesting to me um, at this stage. Um, Who's that yours? All right, my next, my pick in, well, number ninth on my list is Cult of the Lamb. Why are you shaking your head like that? No, it's on my... Large list, so yeah. The large list. <laughs> large list. Um, so this is a game that was technically, <laughs> again, I think I've told the story. It's just funny to say anyway. Like, played this at PAX years ago when PAX was the thing that we could attend. Um, and then it was announced officially at uh, opening night live during, um, what the fuck is that thing called? Uh, Gamescom. Uh, and it's a combination of the cute art style that you would have seen in like Adventure Pals and combined with a more gruesome gameplay <laughs> thing where you're like taking down monsters and then gathering people and sacrificing and it's like it's like a hack and slash explore exploration game where you're like building up a base uh like setting up the village and everyone starts to like pray to you instead of I don't know Jeebus or something so you anyway it's a cult of the lamp you know you're the lamp yeah you start a cult. Like, well, I don't know. It's, it's all in the title. Anyway, between the the art style and the gameplay and just the um, having uh, played it and then the developer um, being um, fucking mental blanking on their name now. A uh, massive monster. Massive monster. That's it. Yeah. Um, like being a fan of the everything they've worked on so far. Uh, so this I'm very, very keen for. And um, yeah, definitely something i'm looking forward to. so you're looking forward to this too ashley said it was on your big list it's on my yeah i've got yeah a lot of games on the list <laughs> uh yeah i like really cute art style looks like it, it obviously one of my favorite 
games I played the most is like Binding of Isaac. It definitely gives those sort of vibes. Um, but then it's got this base building element, it looks like as well. So, uh, yeah, looks really good. Definitely keen. Hopefully, soon, sooner in 2022 is better. Mm-hmm. You know, and Australian as well. So, I don't know yeah. how many Australian games we've got on our list. So. Once, I don't remember if I've got something else here. Um, there's uh, maybe my honorable mentions. Uh, Karen, what is your next game? Uh, next, let's go with let's go with uh, hopefully either the full release or more patch content for Baldur's Gate 3. Um, I've been playing Baldur's Gate on and off uh, with a friend for the last couple of months. I think the content that is there is fantastic. The elements they're adding, they're consistently adding new classes, um, bringing in new features into the story that's already there. I'm excited to see them either release the next large segment of that game or, you know, do the full shebang and do a full release of the game. Is it I think. It's, it's still Act 1 or...? Uh, it's still act one yes they haven't gone any further than they're that they just re- introduced classes as the main they've just introduced classes introduced i think they added the underdark as an area i can't quite remember Ooh. if that was in there originally um but it is definitely um i hope for them to add more to this game because it's overall character design it's um ability to customize and play the game however you want it just like a an actual D game it is the closest thing to playing D there is so, I like for video games, if not actually play D and D. So I'm really excited. I really do hope they they bring out either more or the, there's more of a better roadmap kind of release for it. Um, but yeah, Baldur's Gate is still fantastic. Um, it's just I hope it's never not trapped in the ever-ending uh, existence of early access. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they said when they announced it, it'll take like a couple of years, so get out of early yeah. access so i think they did i'm excited for it but i didn't put it on my list because i don't think it's gonna full release this year yeah that's why that's why i hedge my bets by saying all more content um yeah because at least you know i think adding it bit by bit even if you're playing it bit by bit i still don't think that will scare people off from playing it again when the full game is released eventually. what's next just play it differently what's next on your exactly. list Seth? uh is an easy one god of war ragnarok Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you know, the other big PlayStation exclusive this year. Uh, continue the story of Kratos and the boy. Uh, you know, I believe his name's Atreus, but... Atreus, yeah. <laughs> well, spoilers, Loki. Uh, wow. Yeah, obviously, uh, like, jumping across... Another game. Another <laughs> game I haven't finished. <laughs> Is that real? Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I still haven't gone back to it. I need to. You deserve but, that uh, every game. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, you deserve... Well, guess what? They're going to run into Thor, so it's... You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm super keen for this. You know, obviously, the first game was really good. Uh, sure, I might not have loved it as much as some other people who have gotten, like, their bodies tattooed with... Instead, uh, God of War stuff or like put access through their PlayStations. Uh, but you know, I, I'm definitely excited for Ragnarok to see what they do, how they finish this saga. Mm. Uh, this Norse saga, this two game saga, yes, which will never not be funny to me. Um, I did have God of War Ragnarok on my honorable mentions. Uh, it's still a game I'm, of course, keen to play. It's just not something I'm super excited about. Like, I, I definitely enjoyed playing the first one, but yeah, I, I wasn't. 
I definitely wasn't head over heels in love with it, especially because the fucking trolls done my head and I got so sick of them. So <laughs> just go away. <laughs> um, my eighth, number eight on my list is Tunic. So a game that's been coming for 10 million years at this stage, a game that I've played several different demos of at this stage, uh, a game that is just Zelda, but you're a wolf, a fox, sorry. <laughs> With fox. A fucking, Whoa. I was looking at something else at the same time. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's literally just Zelda, but you're, but you're a fox. Fox. You get swords and you open chests and you get shields and, you know, all, all that sort of stuff. Like it, it wears its inspiration on its sleeve, but it's fine because it plays really, really well. It's really pretty to look at. has great character designs. Uh, everything about it is super interesting, super fun. So... Um, been keen for this one for a while. Almost tempted not to put it on the list solely because I don't know if we. I don't. Rec- I haven't gone back and listed it. I feel like if we did one of these last year, I would have mentioned Tunic then. So, um, but yeah, Tunic again enters the list of games. Are you excited for this one, Ash? Or yeah, I mean, sure, it's been forever since we've seen it the first time. So, I mean, and is he like cautiously? weary whether it's actually going to release mm. 2022 as well i mean I it's, it's one, it's one developer that, so it's like, like it's yeah. hard to <laughs> it's hard to fault but yeah. you know it has been a while uh so yeah I, i'm keen you know it looks pretty it play. it was fun to play uh yeah okay it scratches that zelda itch i'm sure for people because mm-hmm. they're probably not going to get zelda next year mm. Unless a trailer was shown Ooh. at the Game Awards. <laughs> yeah, unless a trailer was shown at the Game Awards. Uh, Karen, what's your next pick? Um, I'm going to go with the... You know, coming off the back of how disappointing the GTA uh, trilogy remaster was, um, I'm really looking forward to Saints Row. Um, I think Saints Row feels the urge that I was hoping maybe it would eventually be filled by that GTA remaster of just a open world game the same style as gta or saints row that's just not as that is in like a happy medium point between saints row of old and gta currently something that's not as serious that is still over the top and fun but not to the point where you are the president of the united states being trapped in an alien spaceship um trying to do a bunch of weird superhero based missions that was yeah well apparently they're toning this one down a lot so Yes, everything I saw in the initial trailer that was released um, did seem they made like it younger I'm, and hipper, much younger, much hipper. So no, I'm I'm really excited for that game. Um, I really hope that it does bring out that kind of more relaxed but fun, story-driven um, open world game. And I hope uh, that it is launched next year. Did you have this on your list at all? Yeah, I would like. It's pretty low, but you know, keen to check it out. Obviously, never played a Saints Row before, so but this look it looks like it'd be a fun co-op experience from look of it. If it's a co-op experience, <laughs> I don't know. The, <laughs> the trailer was fun. The trailer was fun, so it's like, yeah. What's next on your actual list? Uh, I'm gonna go with Sifu. Obviously, yep. uh, a game that's been delayed a lot, uh, but you know, the it actually got moved brawler, forward by two weeks. It did get moved forward. Just, uh, yeah, from the team that brought us Absolver, which was a game that was interesting, uh, (laughs) 
interesting ideas and like concepts uh yeah you know it it feels like it's going to be like a full kung fu movie type game where almost like the raid maybe you're just fighting constantly all the time hand-to-hand combat beating people up using whatever weapons you can pick up around you and that kind of stuff so yeah it looks like it's gonna be a good time yeah, I have this in my honorable mentions. Uh, I I want to play it. I just have a fear that it, it, I'll be terrible at it. <laughs> and it'll be really hard because that's how Observer was. So, like, I'm not good at fighting games. Like, when they, when they, when they involve having to, like, I can, I can get down a block of parry, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like, I, can get, I can get your soul system down, you know, whatever. But when it's like block power, then remember to press circle, triangle, upstairs, square, X, delay for two seconds, and press square to do like, like, we're getting into proper fighting game stuff, and that's when I start to get like, this isn't really my type of thing. Um, the, the game itself, the genre, and, you know, doing a full kung fu fight movie thing or whatever, um, totally about that. But yeah, I do, I am just a little bit wary about, like, I don't want to get myself too excited. Just so. You're worried that you're going to suck at it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I want to, I don't want to get, play it and then be like, like really struggle through it and just not enjoy it as much as other people. Well, hopefully, it, it's not a Souls game, so they'll probably have a, a difficulties. True. Hopefully, I can. I hope. Uh, number. What are we up to? Seven. Number seven on my list: Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus or have the flying fuck with saying it. I still am not a hundred percent sure. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I don't know. Um, but obviously the the Pokemon game that's set during the what do you call this period? The in like real life, uh, feudal Japan? No, like yeah, I guess so. Um, like feudal Japan would be yeah, like that equivalent, but in the Pokemon term. Uh, so you know, you're throwing like the first versions of Pokeballs. You're uh doing the first version of the Pokedex. You have like this very um Monster Hunter inspired design, as far as I'm concerned, where you've got these little different biomes that you head out in to track down and capture Pokemon and. Um, they're in the wild. Like it's it's not the Breath of the Wild Pokemon that everyone wants. I understand that. However, as someone who's just like I just want Pokemon to start trying new things. I don't like maybe this isn't all hits. Maybe there are some things here that don't work, but at least it's something different from Game Freak and they're sort of like this is their next, you know, their next main Pokemon game. So I think that's super interesting and there's a lot of interesting lore things and whatever else. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely keen to see how this all comes together in, in the final product anyone else excited or keen on this at all or? i'm excited to see how it's received and how the reaction to it is yeah that's fair it's like i think yeah, i'm in the same boat as that one it's like yeah let's see how this goes because <laughs> obviously certain people have like very high expectations of what they want this kind of game to be I feel like anyone who, again, I feel like there are just some people who are expecting this to be, it'll be too much. It'll be completely blow Pokemon upside down like you've never seen them before. Change, I think this is, is going to change everything. I think it does matter how much they manage expectations prior to its release in terms of fully showing off the game, showing off more gameplay making sure as many people are across it because no matter what, you're going to get people that are pissed because they're like Going into it thinking they're getting like, Pokemon Breath of the Wild. Why can't I just um, walk up this mountain? It's literally yeah, out in exactly. a couple weeks, so... I mean, kind of. It is, and I still think there isn't really enough out And there I feel like I haven't heard about it in... Well, they, yes. that, the, the last trailer, the one 
the it's like nearly four minutes long. It was from a couple months back. I don't know. Actually, I can see. Uh, it was from August, so it was a while ago actually. But it's a four minute trailer, and it is old gameplay. Like you do see nothing but gameplay in that trailer. There's a cinematic at the end or whatever, but otherwise it does show you. Uh, compared to the first trailer, which was a lot of like sort of just sweeping shots and not like showing you what you'll actually be doing. So that there is gameplay out there you can see. I'm sure they'll show something else before release because I want to get people again excited in the lead up to its release because it is coming out um, 18th. Of, is it 18th? Uh, I think it's 18th. I can't find it. <laughs> I can't find the answer quick enough. It's mid January, whenever it is. Um, but yeah, Pokemon Legends Arceus is my pick i hope it's I, I just my expectations are i hope it's different enough had some cool ideas and then they can do a pokemon legends whatever the next one is and build upon that i hope that's an interesting direction to take pokemon uh karen what's your next pick uh next let's go with you know what i reckon let's go with the massive one probably the most anticipated game once again as it was last year for the game awards is elden ring um you know, if it's breathing down our necks, it, I think, is striking a lot more people and opening up a lot more possibilities for people to jump into this game. I think there is a lot to show from Elden Ring, not only in the narrative sense of its writing and actually kind of maybe bringing a bit more of a fulfilled story than the Dark Souls and um, Dark Souls especially story and narrative, um, but then also bringing a more accessible game. I think not only the gameplay in general, hopefully is a little bit more forgiving and a little bit more um, kind of the the floor is a little bit lower so people can join and play this game um, but still have that same kind of difficulty spikes as your Dark Souls, as your Bloodborns. Um, and then also have accessibility in the game, have difficulty options, have um, a range of settings to help people. I'm really excited for this game. Um, I hope that it lives up to its hype and lives up to the potential, especially with, you know, having that good old George R.R. R. Martin name slapped on it. Um, I, I'm hoping for big things out of Elden Ring, which I do suppose most people are at this point. Yeah, Elden Ring is definitely on my list. Um, it is, you know, I like most of Souls games <laughs> from Software's games so that I've played. Um, but this one just looks to combine a lot of the elements of everything they've done so far in a big open world with a, a story that you're supposed to care a little bit more about with maybe it's not fully told in a super make sense heaps way but you know as long as it's there's some sense of why you're doing what you is that's more story than you usually get in this sort of game so that'll be good uh from everyone's previews uh hands-on stuff they did like a month or two ago whenever they did that um everyone got to play it for hours and hours they couldn't believe how much content they were given access to in that build so um i think they're pretty confident in what's happening so far and everyone was speaking highly of it saying that you know that you can grind if you're having issues which is there was no difficulty options in that which is thing but you could grind out for bosses you could grind out for items you could choose to do all the bosses with co-op partners to make them easier you can choose to solder them if you want to you can choose to ignore the really ultra hard side mission bosses and just main path it if you you know like there's there's because it's an open world because there's some of the open world structure there just appears to be a lot more wiggle room here for how you want to play instead of like there's a boss in your path you can't get to the next area until you beat it so be old champ sort of thing so definitely one of my most anticipated games of 2022 as well and another one that's actually right bright and early at the start of the start of the year what's it's released it's february 
Yeah, February 25th, there we are. February 25th, so not that long to go either. Um, I will presume that we do have, we would have seen a trailer for this at the Game Awards. I'll be surprised if there isn't one there, to be honest, at this stage. I feel like Jeff has sort of owned that, gets to own the pr- promotional marketing for that game a bit now, so I, I would presume we get to see another one at Game Awards. Um, Ash, what's your next pick? Uh, my next pick, uh, Forspoken. Obviously, the new uh, Luminous Productions game for Square Enix. Uh, seems like you know, a big fantasy epic, the big Project Athia uh, game. You look at all the names that are attached to the writing team: Gary Witter, Amy Hennig, Alison Rama, Todd Staswich, music by Ben McCreary and Gary Sharman. I think that it, it looks interesting. Al Blinsky is the main character. Uh, yeah. Interesting big world, very bit of, bit of, bit of departure from Final Fantasy, but uh, yeah, it looks like it'll be fun to move around in and fight giant dragons. <laughs> yeah, I'm super keen on this because of the talent involved, not because of anything we've seen so far, which I think is yep. probably a lot of people's. Not to say the gameplay we've seen looks bad, but because it's just a lot of weird glimpses of. Again, we haven't seen much. Yeah, yet. it's like someone just running around mostly of what you've seen. Little glimpses of combat, but it's mostly just people jumping around a, an open world or whatever, which is cool. But um, I am excited for this as well, definitely because of the the talent involved. Um, all right, my pick for the number five, no, six, sorry, no, no, skip it ahead. My number six on my list is Track to Yomi, which is one we've only seen one trailer for so far, and it was enough to get me fucking pumped, eh? Uh, so this is the... That was in the, the, the Devolver one, wasn't it? I believe so, yeah. So E3 Devolver, one trailer, and it's in number six. Let's go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's inspired by uh, Kurosawa films similar to Ghost of Tsushima. However, this is a s- different sort of game. It's not like a, I guess it's 2.5D would be the thing. But it's got a stunning like black and white art style. It's doing your typical sort of samurai film story. It looks where, you know, someone loses their family or something and sort of goes on a um, revenge quest or or whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, it's a combination of the art style with the, they've got like the cinematic, uh, you know, like the burn, like it looks like it's a film. They're going for this whole, yeah. like going, say it's a 1940s, 1950s film at the same time. It looks really, really good. I love these sorts of style art, um, the movies that inspired it and everything. So yeah, I'm, I'm super, super keen on this. I hope it looks as good as, comes out as good as, Everything in this trailer built it up to be because that trailer was just so good when it dropped that, you know, six months later, however long, I'm sitting down to do a list and without even having to track down and be reminded of it, I'm like, track the Yomi, baby, let's let's go. Actually, I had to Google, I'm like, was that game announced for 2022? And it said yes on their website. So yes. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Uh, Kieran, what's your next pick? Um... Some, hopefully something we've seen at the Video Games uh, Awards by this time, but it is Lord of the Rings Gollum. Uh, I think this is a really interesting title to come out. I think hopefully it's something that is so different from the normal Lord of the Rings content we get with the main character not being some heroic warrior. That This game should be a lot more stealth-based, a lot more story-driven, um a lot more kind of maybe a bit more close and personal as a story. 
Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I do really, really hope there is a trailer at the Video Game Awards. I'd be a little bit worried about this game's chances for 2022 if it's not there. Um, but I think it is such a different direction for the Lord of the Rings franchise in terms of the video game space. And I'm really excited to see, you know, just how it plays and what the overall audience reception is to it. Because I think it is definitely a bit of a curveball in terms of characters to go with for a uh, Lord of the Rings video game. Ash, do you have any interest in this? Uh, it's not on my list, but, you know, it was definitely like, oh, yeah, that's a game that's coming out. Uh, obviously, it's been long in development. And we've known about it for a long time. Uh, but, yeah, hopefully trailer soon so we can get a bit more of a look. Hopefully it just isn't, just isn't Gollum running around grabbing fishes, eating raw fish. Well, gotcha fish. on the video gotcha version of this podcast, you'll see I showed some of the gameplay overview trailer they released in July. So that does show some, show some glimpses, which is mostly Gollum sneaking around, platforming, climbing on things. Uh, I don't think there's any combat scene or whatever, but you know, it gives you an idea of what the game is, which I guess mostly will be a stealth adventure game, which makes sense given Gollum. Um, but yeah, it looks mm. looks good. Looks like I think. Well, it looks okay. Like no, it looks good. Like it doesn't look bad. I just hope that um, some of those, like I want some of that Middle Earth scenery to really pop out and be like. Super impressive when playing it. But yeah, this isn't on my list anywhere. It's not on my honorable mentions, but I am definitely like, I will be, I am keen to learn more about it and potentially get excited about it for sure. Ash, what's next on your list? Uh, we are OFK. You know, the, the behind the music look at this indie pop band OFK, uh, looking at the trials and tribulations of success and making music and coming together, you know. Uh, all the trailers we've seen so far have looked pretty cool and interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm keen to check out whatever story they want to tell me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with all the hip music and drama. The hip all the dra- music and, and drama. drama. Yeah, that's what that's what the kids want these days: hip music and drama. Yeah, this is in my honorable. That's why Riverdale is such a big thing. That's true. This is in my honorable mentions. Uh, really great art style. In general, I'm just like super aboard the concept you know doing the whole like making band making a band making real music and then making a game that's about that band's like life <laughs> it's like such an interesting project that combines so many different sorts of elements of mediums and and stuff so um yeah i'm, I'm really keen to see more about this as well um for sure my number five was Horizon Forbidden West. So that's where that falls mm. in my list. Yeah. So I'll, I don't want to like insert something here. I'll just do my other mentions later. So let's just go cure it. What's your next pick? Oh. Me already. Um, I think going to uh, Xbox and specifically Bethesda within Xbox, uh, Starfield. I think is another one of those most anticipated games for the coming year because nobody knows what the fuck this game is still. Um. I think I read an article or watched a video the other day that included the word realistic space travel for this game, and I was very fucking confused instantly about what exactly that meant. Um, This game is such an enigma. It's so strange that it's coming out next year, Um, but it's exciting. I'm really excited for this new direction for Bethesda under Xbox. Um, I'm glad that Bethesda has stuck to their guns and is now is going to keep their games on Xbox and not be going over across the the uh, 
forbidden door of video games and um i'm i'm interested just to find out more about this game i'm sure at e3 this will be the central jewel of the bethesda conference inside microsoft um so i'm really looking forward to what more comes of it um and seeing how the fuck this game actually plays because it's going to be interesting is this on your list at all ash no it's a it's not going to playstation station it's dead to me (laughs) <laughs> uh, it didn't make my list anywhere either because I just don't feel like there's been anything to get me excited and I don't feel like I have and Bethesda don't really deserve my like faith like just given at this stage like they they're running off a of last Bethesda few, Game Studios yeah yeah Bethesda Game Studios not like maybe, them not as they actual game development not them as a publisher um, it's just they their last few games have all come out mess so like I, I feel like they've got to earn back a little bit of my like to get excited about the game so yeah it'll be we'll look forward to playing it in 2023 once i fixed <laughs> yeah what's your uh next pick Ash? uh my <laughs> next pick uh redfall the next game coming from arcane studios uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that why you wanted to clarify the bethesda Game Studios, not Bethesda <laughs> Publisher. I mean, Bethesda Softworks is fine. Uh, Bethesda Game Studios. No, I I knew exactly what I was doing. You know, like, <laughs> you know. uh, yeah, this looked re- really fun. Trailer looks like it's going to be a fun co-op adventure in which you fight vampires uh, with a bunch of quirky characters. It lo- it looks like it's going to be yeah, a lot of fun. Maybe scratch that itch that maybe Back for Blood didn't. For certain people, okay. team up together and slaughter vampires. Yeah, well, uh, th- zombies. This was not on my list, and it's not on my honorable mentions. But I will say I have a lot more interest in this than Starfield. Starfield, uh, because the studio, well, the developer is well, Arcane. Uh, yeah, obviously that you know I really enjoy Deathloop, so you know they've got goodwill. Yeah, Arcane has a little bit more goodwill. I feel like with most people than Bethesda Game Studios. <laughs> yeah for sure uh my number four is a game that i'm still hoping is coming out in 2022 they delayed it volcano high so talking about games with feelings i guess like it's a it's it's literally a high school game and it's just about dating and life and stuff. I pre- I don't know they they, they stopped to rewrite it or something, but I, I'm presuming it's still going to keep the same. Like what? The, it's not going to like completely change everything. I presume, but yeah, it, I don't know. Dinosaurs, dating, high school life, drama, depression. I don't know. Like what's not probably too- in a band as well. Yeah, I, I don't know. Crazy. It's probably a band in here. This uh, all I know is like from the moment this first trailer dropped, I was like, yes. Give it to me now. Inject it into my veins. I <laughs> I agree, but it's funny the similarities of uh, this is just like dinosaur life is strange, right? And instead of a giant tornado or whatever the first game had, it's a meteorite bay, coming now. It's a fucking meteor coming to wipe out all. Yeah, but life this is on based Earth. on real life. Yeah, completely accurate to real life. How are you? How are we to say that this didn't actually happen prior to the? You know, like who's to say? Scientists? What do they know? Well, they know that dinosaurs yeah, right destroyed all these books. They all That's got right. burned up. They all got burned up. There's, no, there's no sign of any buildings or anything. Have you ever like wondered what in- came first? Or is there? 
What what do you call Stonehenge? I call it a concert area where dinosaurs play. Sounds like looks like some sort of library or something, potentially one time. Goodbye, Volcano High. Also based on true story. Also a game that I hope releases in twenty twenty two. And I believe it's gonna come in twenty twenty two. And it's gonna teach me a lot about history that high school didn't teach me. Um, history that they don't uh, teach history, in school. This is the true history that they don't teach in school, yeah. It's on, uh, it's on the, the old Game Pass, isn't it? This game? Or I don't it? think so. No, it was, it was, was announced, it, it was it was announced for PlayStation, Xbox, though. I don't know. It was announced at PlayStation, uh, so. I thought it was announced at Xbox, yeah. so I see. That's disappointing. I mean, it might be on Xbox, too. I don't, I don't know I don't, why I don't, it would be disappointing. You... Bit disappointing. Don't like paying for things? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> that's why I pay for a subscription. <laughs> What's next on your list, Ken? Next on my list, to follow up, you know, something that predates Volcano High. As I just mentioned it, the Life is Strange remaster, um, gracing our consoles and PCs in the coming months. Um, for me, this is just like good homey food. This is just comfort. Homey? It's going to be a nice... Ho- homely? H- homey. Homie. homie, yeah, that's what I said. I said homie. Homie. H-O-M-E-Y. Leave me alone. It's not I-E. Jesus. Um, no, I just think I'm really excited for a weekend to just chill out and play Life is Strange again. Um, enjoy it with updated graphics, upgraded. Um, hopefully they've tinkered with some of the stuff inside of it. Maybe added another D&D event of some kind. But, you know, um, I think... Life is Strange is one of my favorite did, games of all time. Did Wavelengths come out already? No. Wavelengths has been out. I still did Oh, no, it did. That's right. It, Sorry. it did. It came out September yeah, yeah, 30th. It, did. it came out the month after. I just didn't go back to it yet. So I do have that to play when I feel like some yeah, Life is Strange um, prior to yeah. Master. Your D&D mention reminded me. Yes. Yep. Uh, Ash, what's next? Uh, I've talked about a lot of them. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Uh, looks like a throwback to like the old arcade machine versions of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, fighting against all these crazy things. The sprites—it just looks beautiful. Like it looks like, it just looks beautiful. It's like what I want from a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Okay. The players, any of them, plus April, like beat them up, beat Shredder, and the hand—no, the foot. Yeah, okay. looks like it would be a good time, a good co-op experience. Yep, and Michelangelo is going to get banned in all esports play and uh, competition. Do they do esports for these types of games? I don't get that reference. Uh, uh, that's the character that got banned in Nickelodeon, uh, fucking All Stars Brawl. Did they actually ban him? From- oh, they did too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. yeah, he what? wasn't allowed to be. Yeah, because you get infinite. Uh, the character spin was too broken. He had an infinite uh, juggle, yeah. so oh. you could just yeah, you you never lost. <laughs> Not to date this anymore, but did you see that Garfield's being added to that game? Yep. <laughs> he's Chris Pratt wait no there's no voice actors in that game <laughs> no it's not Chris Pratt yeah there's no voices in the game no the in the end, so. but don't worry Chris Pratt is voicing Garfield in Ooh. some special yeah, don't, don't worry don't worry don't, about don't Chris, worry, Pratt. Chris Pratt let's not worry about old Chrissy Pratt he's fine now that he's got the right family for him um with children that he's okay with uh, I'll never not think uh, that's fucked up and J- worth joking about. Um, 
I'm yeah, I'm excited for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Shredder's Revenge as well. Mm, like not only because TMNT, but also just because the developer uh, Dota Dotamu, Dotamu, however you say the name, yeah. uh, they did that Street Fighter. Um, Streets of Rage. I was gonna say they did Streets of Rage. They did Streets of Rage Four, which I think I put on my top ten, or it was like slightly out of last year. Like it was one of those games. No, I think it was in your top ten. I remember being. Well, you got a pretty high score from memory. Yeah, I got it. Like that was yeah. one of those games that came out of left field. Like I downloaded it on Game Pass or whatever. I was like, I'll play. Like let me just play this for half an hour. Next second, I just played for the whole game and ended up doing a few sessions. It was fucking good shit. It was really, really good shit. So should have gone back and bought it on PlayStation. Yeah, but give the valve all your money. But I, w- I probably those? wouldn't have played it if it wasn't on Game Pass. Ash is the thing. Yeah, what I'm saying is what? you should buy the game after. <laughs> Is this the first time you're hearing about Streets of Rage 4 from Dylan and how much he liked it? Do you have Xbox Game Pass right now? Go download this it. This is a Final Fantasy. You, you can't just turn everything into a cult. <laughs> is it still on Game Pass, though? I presume so. You know, because things always leave Game Pass. No, I presume it is. Yes, because there is so much stuff on Game Pass, it can't contain everything. Then buy it if you haven't missed it on Game Pass. You never have it forever. Just like, that's why you should keep buying physical media. No, but you get a discount on the game with Game Pass if you want to buy it and own it forever. My next game... Why do you keep having guns? The next... Finger guns. The fourth... What am I up to? Four? No, three. Number three on my list <laughs> is a cat game called Stray. Yes. <sighs> yes. So this was a game when they announced it and was like, that looks cute, that looks awesome. Probably gameplay will be boring or weird or like maybe it's a puzzle game. Who even knows? Because it was just like a cinematic thing. And then they put out the gameplay trailer or the ga- actual gameplay footage and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's like a full adventure game type thing where you're you know, exploring a, this city where there's no humans or actually there's no uh, life. What do you like? Uh, what do you call like real life? I oh, know what's the word. I can't remember the word. Like non-synthetic life or whatever the actual word for that is. And the cat, I think, is the only thing artificial left. life. Yeah, no, like normal life normal life this is, everyone else's robots i think is how is how this world works oh, now so it's like yeah. the cat's the only like living thing left uh not to say the robots aren't alive i don't anyway organic. you're getting into weird yeah organic that's the word there's no organic life apart from the cat left i think so uh but yeah it looks really really pretty obviously the cat's really cool it's got this little robot thing at its back that's awesome uh if you're watching the, the, the podcast video here's my favorite moment from the gameplay where the cat rubs up against this robot and the hardy eyes and enjoys it uh yeah but i'm very very keen cute cat gameplay looks cool uh futuristic world I'm sure there's some dark secrets happening but yeah it just looks like a really good time and unique game doing something different and um i mean it's being published by annapurna so that's kind of what they do but um oh, i forgot fucking this part in the trailer where these fucked up critters show up in the subway or whatever yeah fuck them um yeah i'm really really keen. <laughs> actually excited for this too yeah i'm definitely excited you know play as a cat uh but yeah this yeah, it seems like it'll be a full, cool puzzle and story to figure out what happened to everybody and like what, how this cat fits into everything and why it's alone, destined to die by itself. Wow, the last living creature. <laughs> Good job. Really took it home yep. on the dark level there. Uh, Karen, you excited for this? Yep, you're welcome. I am very excited for this. I think Shrey is a very unique and interesting concept, and I'm just from the gameplay we've seen. This game looks like it's going to be enthralling. Um, I'm yeah, incredibly looking forward to just how great this game's going to be. What's next on your list? Next on my list is we're scraping the bottom of the barrel because I'm saving the most important thing for my last bit. I mean, that's I mean, how topic that's to talk about. How my list works too, so that's fine. Um, 
Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song. Really? I was unsure if I was going to talk about <laughs> this because I have no fucking hope for this game. Um, I'm excited <laughs> for it just because of the base off the fact that it is Vampire the Masquerade. I think this game's been a little taken, you know, it's been in the works for a lot of time. Um, you, I think a lot of it is going to be held up in A, does the game run? I can see this game being like a really bad kind of low-level version of, uh, you know, the cyberpunk fiasco. So, you know, this game could get delayed again. Hopefully it's good. I think it has the basis there and the potential there to be good. It's just all in the execution and how they pull it off in the end. Ash, do you like vampires? Is this the... Which one of these Masquerade games is this? This is the Battle Royale? No, that's... No, this is the actual mainline one. Is this it, the one is, with like the dodgy character models? Is that there we all a mainline one? Of? Is there well, technically a mainline? I thought this was the single player roleplay RPG one. It is a single player one. Uh, I think you're right. I'm just like making you yeah, doubt yourself. No, I think um, this is, and then they've only recently added Swan. Oh, well, no, sorry. It's not number two, but it's another. Okay, isn't there a number two one? There's a number two, which isn't released, but Swang Song is like a middling version of that. Unless this is the mobile game, then I'm going to take it out of my list because fuck mobile games. No, this is <laughs> Once a again, game. Kieran's research. It's not a mobile game. Lines. It's a real game. I just, I don't know if you're like... I'm, I was thinking about it as it was Bloodlines 2, but still it's Swang Song. It's still Vampire the Masquerade. I still think it's got a lot of potential to it. In its basis, I just hope it plays well and actually shows that there is potential and reason for them to carry on doing Bloodlines 2 with all of its delays and everything. <laughs> Ash, what's the next game you uh, I'm going to go with Nobody Saves the World. So this is the latest game from Drinkbox Studios, the people behind Guacamelee. Uh, this is another game that definitely reminds me of like Binding of Isaac, other top-down roguelike, also or almost element. Uh, which play a person who has this ability to change different forms. Uh, so you can mix and match abilities and like shoot stuff up and shit. So yeah, looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Good pedigree. Cute art style, in my opinion. This is on my short list too, and hopefully I'll have tried it out by the time you're listening to this because there is actually a demo uh, up now or by in the next couple Ooh. of days. Uh, part of like Xbox is doing, a, I think, a little demo yeah. event thing that's going to, I guess, kick off around the time to run through to like just before Christmas, I think. Um, so there will be a demo available to play for this even now or yeah, before. Anyway, it's definitely up by the time you're listening to this. So. Um, right. Uh, yeah. I was fucking, where are we getting to? Number, what are we up to? Two on the list, right? I'm guessing it's two. Two on my list yeah. is Elden Ring. So that's where Elden Ring fell in for me. Kieran. What is the number one thing you're most excited for in 2022? Everything else I've talked about, everything else these jackasses have talked about, just throw it out the fucking window. Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker is here, and that means there's plenty of content on the way. There's going to be patch 6.1, where Australians finally get motherfucking servers, and we're going to have no more button misses, no more lag issues. It's going to be lovely. It's going to be the cream of the crop. Um, it's an MMO. MMOs have, well, they kind of built on, even though there's the main story and that has wrapped up the game's 
main story since the start of it in A Realm Reborn, all the way back in 2013, 2014. Everything after this point should be brand new content, setting up for the new story. Um, Yoshi said, uh, Yoshi P, the game's director, has said that, you know, the work done in Endwalker, not just in the story, but also in the background, is setting Final Fantasy XIV up for 10 years, 10 more years of content. Ash is smiling because he's like, damn, this sounds like a fucking cult uh, <laughs> Yeah, sounds like a cult speech. <laughs> because it fucking is, this game's great. Did you know there is a free trial that has so much content in it? You should go and inject it straight into your veins. I'd actually like to coach you, Ken. It's not a trial. You can just play the game for free up to level 60. Well, it's it's still called a free trial. Wow, what pretty shitty cult member. <laughs> it's called I'm a free so... trial. Me, just fucking shush. Um, but yes, no, it is fantastic. I'm really excited about Endwalker. I'm really bullish. Um, definitely worth it to play it. Ashley and Dylan are going to join me because they told me before the podcast they totally have the time to invest into this game and to play it. I'll be playing Iron Fall Fantasy the Menace next year. And it's all about chaos. Fuck. Is there any chaos in this game? No. Fuck it then. I don't care about it. No, it's too much law and order in this game. Yeah, get the hell out of here. Bullshit. I don't know this shit. <laughs> Ash, what's the last game you've mentioned? Have you saved your favorite to last? Because, I mean, Kieran didn't order no, his, I haven't. but he deleted No, I just... <laughs> Nobody was going to take his, funny, so, I mean... That's true. I thought it would be funny if I saved it to Imagine last. Imagine if I, like, just to be an absolute ass. I'd, like, middle... Number five, I'm like, Fall Fessy, I mentioned it first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for my last one, I'm going to, you know... Broken Roads, Australian developed game set in the Australian post-apocalyptic apocalypse, uh, narrative RPG with strategic like combat, turn-based combat. Uh, we've talked about it over at ExplosionNetwork.com. We've had interviews with people. Uh, it's long been in development, uh, long been on people's radars, uh, trying to tackle like meaningful philosophical choices and like uh, okay, lots of interesting ideas uh that hopefully all come together so yeah definitely keen to check this one out hopefully it comes out 2022 no rush though guys take your time uh in my honorable mentions as well yeah so if, if for some reason you've missed this game uh it's literally the first uh, the imagine fallout one or two but it's in australia it's australian <laughs> <laughs> like that's sort of the it's a redundant way of explaining it maybe the developers like drop air a bit more like Hey, <laughs> but um, I mean that's the easiest way I guess to get people excited about it. But yeah, in my honorable mentions as well. Number one on my list should I presume come at no surprise. Uh it's Grand Turismo. No, Joe, it's fucking Bayonetta three. Come on, <laughs> Dylan. We're talking about twenty twenty two games. Yeah, not 2023 games, mate. That's just, I mean, uh, Kieran, that's a little bit ambitious, I think. Oh, we say 2024? I think it's TBA. You know what happens before Bayonetta 3? Bayonetta TBD. 3 doesn't come out. Shut the hell up. Bayonetta- I'll let you talk about Fall Fantasy Interrupted. <laughs> I'll let all you shut the fuck up. I'm excited. I've been really pumped for this game for like however many years. I love Bayonetta 1. Love Bayonetta 2. I've been really excited since they revealed this at the... Uh, it was revealed initially 
at the Game Awards. Imagine if I got another trailer a couple days ago. Imagine how excited I would have been. I'm sure I was very excited when that happened. Because uh, no the, way last, they do two the last trailer we got for this months. was sort of a troll trailer. It didn't really show that much. Obviously, they were like, oh, look, it's a fucking Astral Train or some shit. And then they're like, nah, it's actually Bayonetta. She's here. Let's go. Uh, new haircut. Hey, remember? New, uh, we make these new games. voice trailer. It's, it's a whole thing. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, I kind of want to. It makes me want to replay this second one because I've only played through that one um once where i've done the first game like i think i've done the first game three times so yeah and i've only done it's a switch exclusive right that's the problem yeah it's a switch exclusive so and i it's literally the only game i ever finished on the wii u and i basically brought a wii u i I mean i did i brought a wii u to play bayonetta too so that just shows that i cared enough about the franchise to play to that stage but um yeah it's it that's is, how dedicated you were yeah i mean I, i'm not like a hardcore were. like de- devil may cry person or what whatever else but this as far as like these types of games go this is the one that um played it was like super anime as fuck over the top ridiculousness but bayonetta and all the characters are just so it has like a weird you know like you, you enter this jazz club and this dude he sells your guns like there's just so much weird shit in it for whatever reason the whole franchise clicked with me it's angels versus demon shit i don't know some weird crap going on but yeah i'm super excited for this this is uh, maybe i've memed myself into being so excited about it over years i don't even know at this stage but it's definitely i feel like it is if anyone else go what game is dylan most excited about it's 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 it is a meme on the show but it's also the truth that if i had to pick something i'm most excited about at this stage it would be this it's the only trailer that's come out in like 24 months that i've actually got like shocked by and got excited by whereas every other trailer i've just been like cool excited to play that show well, it- it's okay, Dylan. Even if the game doesn't come out next year, I bet like she'll randomly get added into Fortnite. No, never. That sounds horrible. I don't want that to be a thing. This part in the trailer. I mean, it would make more sense because she's like she used guns, right? She has guns on her yeah. legs. She has guns on her arms. She has guns everywhere. It's fine. Wait, she has guns on her legs, not guns on her feet. Yeah, I mean feet. Yeah, I mean technically they're like. I mean, next feet to her, party yeah, legs. Yeah, party so. legs. So. Don't diss feet like that. Come on. Um. Yeah, hopefully I've got enough trailer. I don't know. But that is my most anticipated game. Uh, I how, how many do I have left that I've mentioned? One, two, three, four, five. I've got like six left here. I haven't mentioned in my honorable mentions. Like, oh, Ash, fuck. do you have any that... I know you just apparently copied the whole of Wikipedia, but is there <laughs> any actually want to, like, honorable mention? Uh, yeah, so I've got... Well, I've got two left on the list, so I might as well say them. Okay. Uh Somerville, which is obviously from the some of the people who worked on Limbo and Inside, follows a family like in the Pokeboxes, but it's from like an alien invasion and like following them along as they try and survive uh, together in the alien invasion. <laughs> I guess uh, that looked really cool. And then the other one was uh, Midnight Fight Express, which is I think it was shown at Gamescom. Uh, or yeah, mm-hmm. definitely something Jeff Keighley related. It was uh, it was again, Gamescom, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like a uh, old school brawler, uh, all done by one person, but like the sprites and everything look really pretty and impressive. So, yeah, those are the two honorable mentions. Can't believe I had twenty one games on my list, and we've covered nineteen of them in the top ten. So, bam, there's a bit of variety. <laughs> like how many crossovers? I had two crossovers, so at least I had eight. I had eight that weren't crossovers, so that's pretty good. I feel in my top ten. We had a fair amount of crossover thing there. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we didn't have a top 10, that's why. Yeah. Didn't skip something. It's fucked up. Uh, Karen, is there anything that you have mentioned that you'd like to shout out? Or? Uh, the only thing I have left I don't think is coming out, which is Hellblade. Um, I, for whatever reason, just don't believe that game comes out next year and it's probably going to be another year away. 
Look, if, if I hope it does. I mean, there could be a trial. I hope it did wars. get announced. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if they, if they drop a trailer and they announce that game for 2022, it definitely would be on my list. However, at the stage of recording, it's a game that's announced without a like even a rough release date. They've, it's yeah. just a, it's a game yep. that's a thing. Um, all right, so running down my list, just some quick shout outs. Uh, no order to this, but Oxenfree 2, Lost Signals. Uh, I really, really like the first game. I'm like, even though I had some problems with the, the general the way the gameplay flowed, the narrative and everything was super interesting. I'm hoping the, the sequel can tie things up, uh, do it a lot neater, especially after they've had a bit more time to develop a few other games since then. Uh, Wayward Strand, shout out to another uh, Aussie game, like taking place on a hospital mm. blimp in the sky. Obviously, been excited for that one since it was revealed. Um, played demo for it, um, all that sort of stuff. So that's got, they, I think they did, like, they put out a, a press release, like, thing saying it's coming 2022 officially so hopefully earlier than later that would be good uh stalker 2 hardest noble that is a 2022 game at some stage i don't know when if when where why but it is got it did get a 2022 release date i've never finished any of the stalker games however they're games that i played by myself i played at my friend's house i don't think anyone i know ever finished those games and everyone just died to like poisoning or like no that was just way too hard hopefully i'll be able to play this one um, it seems a little bit more accessible, but that world um, is sort of, I don't know. For anyone who's played those games, it just it, there's something sort of special or, or, or whatever you want to call it about it, just the, the absolute bleak darkness that that franchise had. So I'm um, keen for that, especially now it's coming to Xbox and you don't have to have like the, the best PC ever because uh, the, the originals were like super hardcore PC bro games, I guess, to a degree. Uh, Kirby and the Forgotten yeah. Land. Uh, so this is a 3D Kirby game. We haven't had one in a while. Kirby like washes up on a beach or oh, yeah. something. Kirby Last of Us, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like Kirby literally rocks up and there's a giraffe in the trailer and like there's no one else to be found. It's like what the hell's going on? So um, looks really, really good. Can't wait to go on that adventure with Kirby. That I'm excited for that. Uh, replaced. That is the Cyberpunk 2.5D side scrolling, whatever mm. you want to call it. Uh, l- looks really, really beautiful. Uh, combination of gameplay i've talked about before how i just think it's that game's taking a very cinematic approach to everything it's by doing these small tweaks between the music and the way the camera's like sort of moving and shaking and the in between the gameplay and the cinematic trailers and all this sort of thing so that's really interesting can't wait for that and then in my games of service or whatever round out i'm excited for more apex legends updates of course excited for hopefully to see knockout city continue um to get some more updates and maps and balls and whatever else and hopefully that game can continue to go through to 2022 with much update and i'm excited to see how infinite grow the multiplayer portion go over the next year and see what they can do to sort of uh pull that all together into a much better but like i'm really enjoying it as as it is now but hopefully by the time we reach the end of next year it'll be like wow the every other year part of that the first one like at the moment they're on the heroes of reach year one thing uh, the first season battle pass, which ends in like February or something like that. So I'm hoping by the time we get around to that second season or the first, I think it's season zero technically or whatever, but hopefully the time we get around to the next stuff, it's like, yes, they've fixed all the stuff that everyone on Reddit's losing their fucking mind over. Hopefully the battle pass is a lot better. Hopefully you've got the ability to pick more modes you want to customize and all this sort of stuff. But yeah, I'm really keen to see how that game grows. But also, aside from the multiplayer portion, I'm keen to see how and what they announced for the single player side. Um, so even though we're not talking about it here, of course, if you want to read my review for Halo Infinite, you can, well, you can play the game now. Exposure over to comp, but um, it's really interesting where they've set that up because they have said in interviews and stuff, they're like, Halo Infinite is sort of like the multiplayer and the single player. Apparently this 
thing that they're going to build upon now. So I'm going to be keen to see what they announce to build upon Halo Infinite single player, be that expansions, DLC, like adding another area, adding more missions into there. I don't know how you do a games of service type thing with the multiplayer and single player at the same time, but it sounds like that's what they're going to try to do instead of rushing out to do a Halo 8 or whatever the fuck the, the next one would have been. Um, well, this isn't Halo 7. This is Halo Infinite. Yeah, well, technically it's the seventh or whatever you want to like call it, but apparently they're not doing numbers or a sequel. They want to build upon this one for the foreseeable future. So I don't know exactly what that means. So I'm, I'm keen to see, to find out at least more about that. So they are my honorable mentions. And that's everything we're excited about coming in 2022. I'm sure. Yes. How many of those games are we actually going to play? Uh, I'll play everything in my top 10 for sure. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, because I have ordered mine and there's no way I'm not going to, like, I'm going to play all that. <laughs> okay. Uh, honorable mentions, I would say I'll play all that too, to be honest. I don't feel like anything I've listed here, I won't play. Some of the stuff maybe I've said I'm excited about the user mentioned that I might, that I'm like keen or whatever. Maybe 50 50. What I'm saying is, how much time are we going to have, and how much are we going to have to prioritize stuff? Let me go there. Bayonetta three. I'm going to drop everything. You sure you're going to play that? Elden Ring. Drop everything. Stray. Uh, I don't know if I need to drop anything. It seems like it's only going to be like a six-hour game shortly. I don't. <laughs> I need to. No, it's not. Goodbye, Volcano yeah. High. For sure. Um, again, I don't feel like that would be too long. Horizon Forbidden West, if you're not playing that, like, come on. Am I really hosting a PlayStation podcast? Track the Yomi, <laughs> come on. It'll be like a four to six hour game. Yeah, okay. Pokemon Legends right. Arceus, come on. Play that at work, it's fine. Tunic, play it. Get really angry because it gets really hard. Stop playing it. Call of the Lamb. on the Switch, Kieran. Yeah. Suicide Squad's Kill the Justice League. And Suicide, honestly, if I had to pick one game in my top 10 that has a chance of being dropped or me not playing it, it would actually be Suicide Squad. If only because in the lead up, if there's a bunch of previews and stuff where people are like, oh, it's like not what you think it is or like it's more this type of game or something. And then I'm like, mm, maybe I'm not excited. I don't really know. Maybe not. So it turns out to be more like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Maybe then I'm like, I don't yeah. know. That, then I'll be like, yes, what? please. Yeah. <laughs> but then, so that makes sense though, Dylan, because Suicide Squad was your number 10. So it makes sense that that is the... The one. The least, <laughs> the one like the least anticipated game of the, the lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. And then even in my honorable mentions, I'm like, Kirby and the Forgotten Land? Excited. It totally could be one of those games that I buy, play for three, four hours, something else comes out after review and I stop playing it. But I'm still keen to play it. <laughs> you know, like, will it, was the question, will I play it or will I finish it? Because I feel like there's a, there's a different sorts of ways of looking at it, but yeah. Um, that's it. Again, in case you uh, weren't paying attention, this is the last podcast from us live or recorded in the month of December uh, for 2021. Next week's podcast, again, is that extended version 
of our PAX 2021 online episode. In case you missed that when it it, it aired, uh, which I assume a lot of you did, which is fine, you will now get the full... Because it only played for one very specific hour. It only played for one very specific time in the hour day, and I chose to be completely like, nah, fuck you, I'll make everyone wait. It's fine. Also, it gives me a a perfect podcast keep my back pocket when we reach this time of the year, and I've done that, and it's a great success. Uh, So that's what next next year's will be. So there'll be some like stuff in there, jokes, I guess, that are a little bit out, but I think mostly it's like, because we're entering questions and talking about stuff. I, I think it's pretty evergreen. So, but, There'll be a lot of Chris Bradshaw. No. <laughs> no, I think it was before. I think it was before, so that's fine. Um, I hope so. Other, other than that, uh, our best of games coverage will kick off uh, starting from the 2nd of January, and they'll run <gasps> through to the right the end of the week. You'll get an episode of Arcade Couch uh, where we'll just be discussing, as per every year, we'll be discussing what we pick as best game of 2021. Hey, Dylan, what is it? I have no idea at this What's stage. The That's not even a lie. Put me under a fucking lie, detective says. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Um, but other than that, you yeah, make sure you check out explosionover.com. Uh, I presume, I've cause, again, I haven't set this up at the stage, but I presume it's going to be explosionover.com slash best of 2022 because uh, you'll find everything, including movies, TV, and game stuff. So make sure you check all that out as well. And um, coming back on the 17th is when you'll get back to 17th of January is when you'll get back to normal regularly weekly episodes of arcade couch 17th is presumably just going to be like hey what have we been playing and then also i want to do our personal best 2021 games list however it's going to be nothing like the official list because we're going to be able to pick whatever so if you've played something from that released on the ps1 and that was one of your best things you played throughout the year you're allowed to pick that kieran can pick final fantasy as his top game and that's 100 percent what he's going to pick but that's fine um, you can just pick the entire game. You just have to pick the DLC. There's no like r- rules. Pick whatever you want to pick. That's how we're going to do that. So until then, uh, have a happy holidays, happy new year, all that sort of stuff. Cause I'm not going to record and add that into the episode for next week. Um, I hope the game awards was good. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's weird to say bye now. Cause we've got to record another episode. <laughs> just we'll talk about that in the, in the day. Uh, but yeah, happy holidays, happy new year. See you on next year. Look, listener, it's just me and you here, Dylan. Actually, they're gone. They're not here. If you're watching the video version, they're not here. Stop looking at them. Look, if you start playing Final Fantasy over a solo period, that free trial, you decide that you want to jump in, hit me up. I'll give you my recruiter code and we'll we'll get some stuff together, you know? Uh Hmm. See you then. You're done with your Charles Manson bullshit. <laughs> I say like a really nice thing, like have a great holidays and you know New Year, and you're out here fucking like trying to get use your fucking ten percent off codes to get a fucking <laughs> yeah, trying to get your, yeah, your uh, pyramid scheme yeah, going. Pyramid yeah. scheme, fuck, 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 fuck,